Hi, and welcome to episode 67. We're going to get into really understanding what we want and how we can easily get distracted by things we think we want. I am so sure that's never happened to you. So let's get into it. Hi, my name is Catherine Mahoney, and I'm passionate about intuition, business, and living your best life, and helping you navigate the ups and downs of the wild ride we call life. I'm an entrepreneur, intuitive advisor dedicated to guiding others to success, winning national awards in business and leadership, and featured in MSNBC, USA Today, and the Business Journal, just to name a few, speaking to audiences just like yourself. I teach successful business leaders in honing their intuition, creating certainty, and taking aligned action. I'll give you a straight talk with humor. Business, intuition, and mindset are just a few of the topics we discuss discuss here. Be ready for fun, insightful journey with me. Reveal hidden secrets, be challenged and inspired. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. What if I told you that creating email newsletters could be as easy as posting to social media? That's right. Flowdesk offers an all-in-one email marketing system. It's the easiest way to get started in building your email list today. Go to flowdesk.com. That's F-L-O-D-E-S-K.com slash C slash Clearly Catherine for your 30 days free and 50% off your subscription. You can also find the link in the show notes. So what do you want? Well, answering that question is so much more complicated than we all really realize. We think it's so simple to know what you want, but as we've talked about in other episodes, When we think about what we want, even when it comes to choosing dinner sometimes, it's difficult. Do you not care enough about it? When you really care about something, do you know what you really want? I mean, it's something to really think about, isn't it? We get distracted by so many things that seem like the right direction or a good idea or strikes on a few things that have interest of ours or allow us to be creative the way we want to be. But it doesn't always give us what we really, really want. It's like little bits and pieces. But it doesn't truly give us what we really want. So how do we start identifying this? How do we make sure we're not looking at all these other shiny things or ideas that people show us or that show up for us? We're not really sure what we want to do, where we want to go, but boy, that looks like a good idea. I'll try it. Some get caught up in, that looks like an easy way to make money, or that doesn't look like it's a lot of time or effort. They get sold on these things. We've all done it. What I really want you to do is stop and think about, what do you want? Who do you want to be? How do you want to feel? What does it look like? What does it feel like if you were there at what you wanted, doing what you wanted, being what you wanted? Who would be there with you? Who's your perfect client? Who's your perfect partner? Who's your perfect business partner? Who are your perfect employees? We're describing perfect here. These are the people that if they came to you and said, you know, I think I'm not really fitting in well or another opportunity come up, you go, wait, wait, no, what can I do? What what can I do to fix this? What can we do to make it work? I mean, you would 
dread the day that any of these perfect people would mention possibly leaving. So you really want to be clear. And as I've said before, sometimes being clear is about knowing what you don't want. And sometimes we don't really know what we don't want and know what we want until we're in it. You know, sometimes we'll say, oh, you know, I'm good at it. It's not that hard. Or, you know, this is a way to serve people. I could do that. Until you get going in, you're like, oh, I just don't like it. it just doesn't make me happy. It just, it just doesn't fulfill you or, or makes you feel bad about yourself. Or you just feel like you're being used. All these different types of feelings that could come up, even though you're really good at it. And so you're doing it. And you think, I don't really want to do this anymore. So isn't this an amazing moment? I don't really want to do this anymore. This is not something I enjoy. What does that mean? It means you've identified what you don't want. You've hit your first light bulb when you're trying to find one that works. All right, so now we know you don't want to do that. You are identifying slowly what you do want. You know, I go through different suggestions of how to handle different things and how to move forward and tips and tricks. So something I'm going to say here should be so obvious to us, but I know that we don't do it. And that is when you're doing something, talking to someone, you're doing an activity, whatever it is, make a note of it. Do you enjoy it? Do you not enjoy it? Is it something you want to do all the time? Is it a hobby? Is it something you just like doing for yourself? Is it something you can train someone else to do because you enjoy it enough, but you don't want to be doing it all the time? Think about all of these different types of options. Maybe it becomes a list of things you don't enjoy. What is it that you don't enjoy about it? What is it that you don't like? Can you pass it off to someone else? Is it something someone else could do? If not, can you let go of it? Is there another way that you could offer it that would feel better? Maybe you don't know off the top of your head. Maybe it's something that you need to test and try on a smaller scale. The thing is, we get so caught up in all these day-to-day, in-and-out things. We get caught up in focusing on what everybody else is doing and how they're doing it, we don't really pay attention to what we're doing, what we're enjoying, and what we don't like doing. And when you don't like doing something, oh, it takes forever. I mean, you know this, I don't have to tell you. You put it off. You find other things to do. You just can't focus. It just takes twice as long, three times as long. So why are you doing it? Yeah, some things you have to do. But are there ways that that maybe isn't part of your business? You have someone else do it? Or you could just take the parts you enjoy and only focus on that? It's time for us to find what we really and find what we really love. What really we're passionate about. What inspires us. Why, you ask? This should be quite simple and obvious to you. But we forget about it. 
Because people are drawn to you when you talk about things that you're passionate about. When you talk about things that you really love and that you really enjoy, people say, I want to be around that person. I want to be near that person. I want to hang out with them. I want to learn from them. And that is wherein the magic happens. So how do we start using our intuition in this? Because I I generally like to bring that up, as you know. How do you use your intuition in identifying what you really want and don't want, what you love and what you don't love? Because sometimes we get so caught up in things, we don't even stop to think about it. How sad is that, really? Imagine how happier the world would be if people could really identify these things and we'd share all of this inspiration and kindness to one another instead of our stress and our woes and the weight of the world on each other. Imagine if you had this magical source that could help you identify whether you were doing something you really were meant to be doing or if you were just doggy paddling in a circle. The hamster wheel, maybe we should say. Well, I have great news for you. We do have this magical intuition. Now, intuition can help you really dive down deep into the crevices of your soul, your mind, your heart, where you can really figure out what it is you really want. If it's really your path, I think of intuition as a flashlight that helps you find your way in a deep, dark cave. So you're walking along in this cave and you have this flashlight. And as you move the flashlight around, it illuminates different areas of this cave. Maybe it'll help you find the water that you need not to trip on something, which direction to go when you hear something to identify it. Maybe to find a new way to do something. So let's take this flashlight and have it help us identify what we should be doing, what we probably should not be wasting our time with, the things we don't want to do, we don't like, and don't bring out the best in us. We are going to get into our intuition and be living in a positive, fun, highly desirable lifestyle. Here's what we need to do. Tap into your intuition through getting quiet. That's right. So simple. Oh my goodness. I talk about this being quiet all the time. What is this being quiet? How do you get quiet? How do you relax into the quiet? You generally want to get into the quiet by finding something that helps to relax your mind. Some it's the shower, some it's the car, some it's meditation, some it's that adult coloring walking in the woods, going for a run, just sitting and hanging out with your dog or your cat. Some get into the zone cooking. Sometimes I'll get into the zone cooking. Figure out what that is. Think of what that is or a list of them for yourself. And make sure you do something in that realm 
every day. 10 minutes. 15 would be great, but 10 is plenty. If you can just give yourself 10 minutes every day of this quiet your mind place, you will begin to start tapping into the intuitive side of yourself slowly but surely. And the more that you begin to do that, the more you can start tossing out questions. What do I need to know? Am I going the right direction? What other things can I look at? What do I need to be aware of? What solutions are there to the things I'm working on? I find it's much better to be as general as possible and not to use yes or no questions. The more specific you get, the more you put weight on the outcome. What do I mean by this weight on the outcome? The more specific we begin to get about things when we're not quite ready, when we're just trying to figure stuff out, we're identifying where we're going next. If we get too specific, then we begin to look at things through this lens of expecting. We have attachment to this outcome we're desiring. And so we begin to focus on whether things are going to create the desired outcome we want instead of what the path is to get us there to the outcome that is best. Kind of confusing. I get that because we think, okay, goals say you should get as specific as you can. Go down to the color and the time and the amount. Well, that's great. And if you can do that and not question anything about it, go for it. But in my experience of working with thousands upon thousands of people, I would say very few people and very few topics or items can you do that with. So be as general as you can. It is extremely powerful to be general. And in being general, it opens you up to all of the opportunities because sometimes, I would say actually more than sometimes, more often than not, your desired outcome that you think you want isn't what you really want. And so if you only focus on this thing when you got there didn't really want, sure, you made headway in defining another thing you don't want, but what if instead you could have ended up where you really wanted to be? This is really important to focus in on in this conversation because when you start putting definitions on your desired outcome and you are attached to that being the outcome, you truly limit what opportunities could come from it. You begin to limit where things can go, what things will open up to you, the possibilities. And with the way the world is constantly changing so fast and technology and knowledge and things that you could do that you never imagined or people that you could meet that have the skills to help you, if you become so narrowed down on something doesn't leave room for that, think of the missed opportunities you would have. It's like having a underground house with only one entrance. If that gets blocked, you're stuck. You want to make sure you maybe have two, maybe three ways out. It's called options and flexibility, right? (laughs) You want to have other options. So by giving yourself other options, because you're being open to the idea. You're not so structured. You're not so set 
on exactly what the ultimate outcome will be. There's so much about it has to be this way or everyone's doing it this way and this guy directs you this way and and I've been able to do it this way. You know, we're all different and that's what makes it so amazing. The biggest thing is you need to be open to identifying what you want. Who do you want to be? Are you happy with who you are? When you're doing whatever it is, do you like yourself? Do you say, oh, I'm energized. I'm having fun. I love this. This is the most fun I've ever had. I can't believe this is a job. I can't believe this is dot, dot, dot. Fill in the blank here. Because isn't that what we really want? We don't want to be drudging through life as though we have weighted boots trying to get through a bog And it's so hard to move about. You can't go forward. You can't go backwards. You can't to the side. It takes forever. Your energy wears out quickly. This is not what we're looking for. We're looking for what do I really want? What do I really enjoy? What energizes me? What gives me passion? What inspires me? So make a list. I know I'm big on making lists, but I know you guys are listening. Make a list of what you really enjoy. Note down things that you're doing and that you enjoy it. What do you enjoy about it? Is it something that you want to be doing every day all the time? Is it something that you just enjoy doing for yourself? Is it something that you can have someone help you? Is it something that you could build a business out of? Is it just for you? Is it a hobby? Find the next thing that you enjoy. Where does it sit? Take a look at these things. How do they fit together? And then identify and look at the things where you're like, oh, I hate doing this. This wears me out. I'm tired. I can hardly function. Just I dread doing it. What are those things? Because when we start comparing and looking at the things that wear us down, the things that make us feel like we're stuck in that bog, the things that energize us and make us happy and want to sing and dance and jump around and keep doing it all the time or even just the things that I really love doing this I don't know that I want to do it all the time it's something I really enjoy I want to keep it in my life I want to keep it in my daily activity my weekly activity something I get to do feel the difference look at the difference and see what you can design around that you have the ability to design your life how you want it You have the ability to design your business how you want it to be. Don't let other people tell you how it has to be. You can research and look at how other people are doing things and then measure it back to yourself. Is that what you want to be doing? Does that work for you? Pick and choose what you want. Pick and choose what works for you. Test things out. When you test them out, do the same measurement. Do I really like doing this? Do I have to do this? Could I find someone else to do it? Do I love this part of my business? It's so much fun, I can hardly stand it. What is it? Which is it? Because when you start figuring that out, identifying what you love to do becomes that much easier. And isn't that what we all really want? We really want to identify what we want and we want it to get clearer and clearer, and clearer, and we're going to get more focused, and more focused. 
I want to make sure that you understand it isn't about that things are difficult or easy. Let's do a little clarification in this conversation. It is not about what is difficult because it's difficult. It wears you out. What if it's something that's difficult, but you enjoy learning it? When you've accomplished it, you can get better and you begin to enjoy it. So I want you to look at these things with different lenses, different eyes, different perspectives. Because when you look at things of not easy or difficult, because that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for how do we feel when we do it? Are you having fun? Does it make you happy? Would you like to learn it in more detail? Would you like to become better at it? What would you like to become better at? Do you just outright dread doing it? Ugh, I don't even want to, I don't want to learn it. I don't care. I have no interest. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Well, that isn't going to get any better. Let's just admit it. But something that's challenging that energizes you and you're enjoying learning and you're feeling like you're really making ground and you feel like you're really moving forward on something. This could be an asset to your business, to you. How does that change things? It might be a bit difficult, might continually be difficult in some form or change, but is it also something you enjoy doing? Do you enjoy learning new things? Do you enjoy learning how to do things? Do you enjoy growing and expanding your knowledge base, your skill set? Then that's something you enjoy, even though it could be really challenging and a bit difficult to say the least. In the end, you really enjoy it. And these are the things I want you to also pay close attention to when you're making this list of things that you want and don't want. I want things that allow me to learn, that challenge me to a level that allow me to grow and accomplish things and grow my skill base, allow me to be creative, maybe challenging, a bit difficult at first, but give me the joy of learning something new. That's sure different than saying, I enjoy banging my head against a wall full of nails. It's so much fun because it's difficult. No, we're not talking about the difficult that you feel like you have to enjoy doing. We're talking about the difficult, the challenges that end up being enjoyable. I personally enjoy learning new software, new applications. Not all of them, I will openly admit, but I do enjoy that aspect of it. And so how do I then begin to identify how this fits in my life? Is it just something for me? Or is it something I should be sharing with other people? These are the things I want you to think about. Because in the journey of finding what you want, you also have to identify what you don't want. So keep it simple. Be at ease with yourself and allow intuition to light the path. Thanks for listening to the Clearly Catherine podcast. If you love the show, share it with a friend, the more the merrier, and we'll see you next time.